but then you begin learning how to see again, how to use that old Stanley dog to take you around where you want to go, how to read Braille, and how to write it with a guide slate. Things like tying your own shoelaces you already know how to do. Most people don't even look when they're lacing their shoes, so ain't nothing wrong with being blind when it comes to tying laces. And rattling a few coins in a cup's an easy job. Get yourself a hand-lettered sign to hang around your neck and you're in business for yourself. Free enterprise. Here, but for the grace of God, go thee. Chrissy lettered the sign for him, made it on a piece of cardboard, threaded string through a hole in each corner. The sign, the tin cup, Stanley, the black lab, and he was well on his way to making a fortune. He would forever be grateful to the war. Otherwise, how could he have got started in his own business? That was ten years ago. Full disability pension. Tin cup. Rattle, rattle the coins in it. Listen for the sound of more coins. Add them up at the end of the day. Take them home to Isabel and add them up together. Sit at the kitchen table. Spread the coins on the oilcloth cover. Her hands and his hands feeling the coins separating them, feeling, feeling. He'd met Isabel in a bar on the stem six years ago. He was a pretty good beggar by then, shuffling along behind old Stanley, listening to the hum of the city around him, picking out sounds in the air, entertaining himself with the sounds as he moved slowly along the sidewalk, jingling the coins in the cup, sign around his neck, a new one lettered by a man who ran a shop on South Twelfth, right hand holding onto Stanley's harness. He'd had a good day. He stopped in the bar for a drink. This must have been about four in the afternoon. Woman sitting next to him, the scent of perfume and whiskey. Jukebox going at the back of the bar. What'll it be, Jimmy? The bartender asked. Bourbon and water? Right. My daddy used to drink bourbon and water, the woman said. White woman, by her voice, southerner. That right? Yes. Bourbon and branch water's a big thing down home. I'm from Tennessee. Yeah, he said. Here you go, Jimmy. The sound of the glass being placed on the bar top. His hand moved forward exploringly, found the glass. Cheers, he said, and drank. Cheers, the woman said. My name's Isabel Cartwright. I'm Jimmy Harris. Nice to know you. Are you white? he asked. Don't you know? I'm blind, he said. She laughed softly. <laughs> so am I, she said. Married us six months later. Blind as bats, both of them. Took an apartment on 7th near Mason. Didn't want to be living in Diamondback uptown. Not because he had himself a white wife now, but only because Diamondback was bad news for blacks or whites. Named by the blacks themselves, supposed to be sarcastic and comical. Was just about as funny as a rattler itself, and every bit as deadly. Her father came up from Tennessee for the wedding. They'd been living together six months by then, 
Wouldn't have mattered if the old man yelled and hollered, they'd have told him to go back home and drown in his bourbon and branch water. Nice old man, though, said he knew his daughter would be well looked after. Marrying a man who couldn't see his own hand in front of his own black face, but sure, he'd look after her. Well, he had. They danced together, sometimes. Put on the radio, danced to it. He used to be some dancer before the war. Secret music. He heard secret music all the time. Same as the lights that flashed. Used to think being blind meant darkness all the time. Wasn't so. Lights flashing. Electrical impulses from the brain. Memory images, whatever. Lots of action in his head all the time. Couldn't see nothing in front of his eyes, but saw plenty behind them. Touched her face. Beautiful face.